show, guys. Man, come on, what? talk. What? You, you, all, okay, you know, play. last time you gave you gave us a criteria to talk. Did about. I give you? A yeah, criteria? you gave me a freaking criteria. What was your criteria? What was the criteria? You started me off on something. Yeah, because we were talking beforehand. But I do have a few criteria that we could talk, start well, talking. Well, spit about. it out. I was just gonna have us start talking, but no. Um, yeah, just about all the Occupy Wall Street shit. Since you know, at least it, has there been an Occupy Dallas? I don't think so. I don't get oh, out much. Yeah. I really know. Yeah, same thing here. Do you know, if like there, I get on if Reddit. There has been one. Uh, I know there's been uh, standouts or protests. <laughs> uh, I don't know if it was Occupy Dallas, but there was something in Dallas. Yeah, the main thing's in Austin right now. Oh, so there's one definitely going on. Oh, yeah. There's one in Austin. And actually, the Austin PD are really cool about it. Really? They're posing with all the. Why wouldn't they be? Well, yeah, they're just making fun of it because NYPD are apparently huge assholes. Oh, yeah, no. They're, they're, (laughs) they're like running out of money. They're spending so much time, like, just fucking with everybody there. They're saying they can't afford it because they have almost all their, you know, uh, officers and staff out there just doing all that stuff so yeah god knows how much money and austin pd's all smiling and like yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah no but it's actually pretty cool what they're doing though because mm-hmm. i mean it's cool seeing that there's at least still the heart to protest and it's something that's you know really should be protested you know mm-hmm. it's it, it it's cool how it started the you know how it started in wall street where it was like we're gonna go to the main heart of where the big wigs and the top five percent of the people who run the fucking world are and we're gonna protest that shit out because we're like you know we this is bad because if you've really been keeping a good eye on everything that's been happening lately one thing however you want to look at it one thing's apparent there's just there's always these basically big wigs people sitting in suits at the top Pockets already full, but they're still trying to shove in more pocket, you know, more money in their pockets. Mm-hmm. They're, they're just rich guys, and, and you know, so they go there, they protest that, and they start, they start, you know, their occupy, and now you have other people doing it in their, in their, uh, their downtowns and other places like that, their main district, business districts, and I mean, it's cool. It, it's something I, I'm just really impressed by it because it's something that's really worth standing out for yeah and i think people realize that because we haven't i mean our day and age we don't get out and do shit mm-hmm. i mean they're the i mean protesting, we do but not not like that not to that scale we have like you know minor protests around town but it's like 50 to 300 people mm-hmm. whatever this is all over the country this is yeah. a big deal people actually really believe in this enough yeah. to get up off their lazy boats and do it <laughs> I had no idea my foot was on that. Sorry. Dang. Just messing shit up. You know, actually, I haven't even given a proper introduction. I just started recording. but uh, Yeah, see, you just throwing us off. That's why we were so silent. It's all your fault. Just kidding. (laughs) All right. Welcome to DFW's The Reunion. Uh, If you listen to this, I'm sure you found some way to listen to it. Either way, you need to make sure you subscribe to us on iTunes. It helps us out. Helps the the word or whatever. And also spread it to all your friends. Laura, you better... Oh, well, you're not on Facebook. Touche. Actually, I, I just made been? an account. Yeah, I think I friended you on it. Well, I haven't checked it, so yeah. I'm sure you did. <laughs> but how has it been still living off the map? Living off of Facebook has been one of the most beneficial things I've ever done in my entire it's life. It's really nice living off the map. I don't like being connected to the world at all times. And mm-hmm. being off of Facebook really helped that out. Because I don't have... 9,000 notifications on my phone. When I get home, my email inbox isn't just flooded with Facebook notifications and stuff like that. Like, and my friends aren't, now they're not like, oh, you didn't see my posts. I'm like, that happened two minutes ago. Just 
buzz off, you know? <laughs> exactly. Seriously. It's it's not something important enough that I need to be on it all the time, which when I got bored, that's where I was. It's on mm. Facebook. I'm a freaking phone. Yeah, you know, like right now, I'm kind of like on Facebook, but I'm still kind of like, ha- like I- I'm letting off the throttle. Like, I don't mm-hmm. need to put stuff all the time. I don't need, like, that's a cool status I just thought about. I don't need to put that right there. You know, I just need to, like. It's so, okay if the world doesn't yeah, see this. Yeah, like on my phone, I've turned it off so it doesn't tell me any notifications. I've taken yeah. it off of my browser and things like that. So I have to actually type it in and stuff like that. So it's not just there for me to twitch. Oh, Facebook. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Every few seconds. Yeah, I worked at a gas station. That was my only entertainment. And I was just thinking, I could be doing so much more productive things right now and not browsing Facebook. Yeah, you could be like, uh, I started reading more. I started just looking up random stuff on on just the internet. Like, now it's getting to the point where the internet's really boring. Like, before I came here, you know, I just had nothing to do. I went jogging and I just had some free time. And though I was playing guitar... Like, in between, just when I would hit the guitar, you know, for like 30 minutes or something, I would try and get on the computer and be so bored. I would be like... Thankfully, Reddit cures that for me most of the time. You know, I I even have Tumblr, I have Twitter, <laughs> and I have other things I look into that randomly spark my interest. But I just, after about 15 minutes, I'm like, ugh. Man, unless there's a TV show I can watch mm-hmm. that, you know, I want to watch. I've started watching a lot more movies. Uh, on the computer, though, on right? On the computer. Oh, I don't... See... There are no TVs, TVs in this <laughs> Yeah. I get emulators if I want to play games, shit. Or just download it for my Steam account. Oh, yeah. nice. <laughs> no, man. TV is just... I, I, I wonder if that's just a new thing or if that's just something with the people here in Oz, but one way or another, TV has just become like... It's outdated, man. Yeah. And even then, if you want to watch something, you know where... It, if you're you know intuitive enough you know where to watch it online yeah well now search engines even pull up stuff like that they like know what you're gonna ask before you ask it (laughs) oh yeah oh yeah i would like to watch the new episode of true blood for free oh of course (laughs) yeah yeah for free hell yeah for free (laughs) but you always have to sort out through all the bs that's the number one thing with the internet that will always stay there's so many people out there who want to throw out BS. I want to know who those people are who just Kick put up the, the, the <laughs> BS websites that you know people are going to click on. It's going to be a virus. It's a click on for it. It's an ad. Hey, you're the five and 595th winner in Texas. Today. I was the 595th winner in Texas today, yesterday. Oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. Or my favorite is like the gigantic freaking porn things. It's like free porn. And then the girl's like, I want to chat with you. Like, do you really think that somebody is wants to chat with your ass i mean <laughs> yeah the thing is with the with the webcam is you either have to like search deep and find the the free ones or you can like watch until it's like oh you have to start paying money or something like mm-hmm. that like as soon as she starts to take that shirt off oh, yeah. bam oh, 9.99 oh. an hour what <laughs> yeah screw that yeah there's always a catch man when do you think see this is something else i was talking okay here here's a cool uh thing i wanted to bring up even though all this stuff I was telling you, because we were talking about Occupy Wall Street before, and the reason why I like it is because how how the, the stand that it's going against, because it's something so important to us as as people, it, it's in two ways. One is us a, being America, because one thing that's been pissing me off a lot recently is I've realized how much the American people have been like, Oh, America this, oh, America that. And I'm, and I'm, and I've sat back and thought about it, especially with everything that's happening. I've, I've thought like, 
America's been pretty messed up for a while now. Yeah, we like just, we're doing something about it now. Yeah, like you're talking about America the Great, but we haven't fixed much. We've just been like cruising on old things. Like it, America's supposed to be the Great, but we've been we've been subpar, ha- man. Exactly, <laughs> we've been subpar, but because of our word of mouth, we've been who we are. But now you know all our shit's catching up with our word. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, it's just even other countries are like, man, you guys are just pointing. This is really disappointing. Sorry. <laughs> oh, are you going to join in on the conversation? Uh, probably not. I'm just going to sit back here. Oh, you're just going to sit back there? Mostly. Oh, okay. I'm just going to yeah. listen. Yeah. Oh, okay, well, that's Nathan, everybody. He's just he's in the background. <laughs> Random stoner kid just hanging out, watching stuff. You know how it is. What's up, guys? <laughs> yeah. What was I saying? Uh, uh, wow. See? <laughs> disappointed. Disappointed. Oh, yeah, we're disappointing. That's That's exactly what I was saying. America as a country, we have so much potential, mm-hmm. but when it comes down to it, I'm sorry, we don't own anything. Yeah, and I mean, <laughs> it, it, it's a mix-up of, it's so many things. It's the, the, the stubbornness of the people who don't even want to really admit that stuff is going wrong. It's the, yeah, patriotism, it's the greediness. Patriotism. It, and then you also have people who are just greedy. We have a lot of greedy people in power. And, you know, people make up the, uh, the 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 theory i guess you could call it that because all these rich people you know they they get their position in power and they have kids and they raise these kids and they automatically groom them and put them in these positions of power now the thing about these kids is they never have the the ideal of working to where they need to go mm-hmm. you know i mean working you know working up to where you need to be it's Earning just kind things. of like yeah it's that struggle aspect, even though you can say, oh, they have to struggle through college, even that, it, even if they really do have to, sh- even, you know, let's say in the off chance a Senator, a Senator Stun really does have to study for his classes, you know, even then that's still, that, that doesn't compare to, you know, having to work for a lot of your money. That doesn't compare to, you know, being broke. That doesn't compare to, you know, just not having anything and being, you know, wondering what the fuck you're really doing. Yeah, no. it's it's yeah. it's different lifestyle, and it's a lifestyle that people need to not necessarily go through, but be able to visualize. You need to have some type of personal show. You can't always have that. What you just need to though. I I feel like those people don't necessarily have the the right idea of struggle. One mm-hmm. way or another, it's like sh- their struggle is like struggle with support, but that they believe that support that everybody has that support that because this entire, it's taken for granted. It's mm-hmm, completely taken. This for entire granted. rant that I went off on was basically saying that. So these people grow up like that, and whenever they get in power, they really choose to support their kind of way of viewing things because that's how they grew up, and they don't think about you know the 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 lower man. That they think of ways they can help them because they get in their ways of power and you know they do their little things because I, I have a friend he's a senator's son he's like really up there i always tell him like if i ever run for president you're gonna be my uh, vice president <laughs> you're gonna be the key in you know Definitely. you're gonna be the nice white guy behind the black guy <laughs> but <laughs> he you know i've talked to him about politics and he's just a very strong republican and he always has this idea of one his biggest argument you know no offense to him he, he or this used to be his biggest argument he used to always say you cannot tax the rich because the rich use that extra money to support the the public and Mm-mm. and their their area around them and they they do all these things and I'm like okay one 
even if they do pay it, saying they really do, who, who's really going back behind them saying, oh, well, where's the money so you're going to give it to the public? Even if they do, it's their public. Mm-hmm. They make their area nicer. They make, you know, uh, Highland Park stays as nice as it is because the, the, the people that put money into their own thing. It's more so a selfish action than mm-hmm. it is for everybody else. Exactly. Then just so you can't use that as a selfish action. Just as much as it is, you know, but you have to pay your taxes, but they'll be the first persons to, you know, uh, back up the, back up the, you know, whatever is going on, back up the, the government or rather. The system. Yeah. The system is just very convoluted. Yeah. And it's just, it's a very sick thing. That's why, like, after a while, I got that way with the system and I got that way with conspiracies like Illuminati mm-hmm. and things like that. Mm-hmm. But I got to some point where I was like, it's all just so fucked. It's all just so ingrained and just so deep rooted. You can keep pulling and pulling with the roots just deeper and deeper and deeper. And, uh. Yeah. That's what, that's what I was talking about earlier. Like blind patriotism is just that whole, our country is so awesome. You guys who complain about it, you just aren't grateful enough. Um, excuse me, but I'm looking for improvement. It's not saying I'm a pessimist. I just don't like something. I'm going to want to change it. And there's a lot of things that I see about this country that I don't like. Yeah, I'm proud to be in this country. That's fine and all. But what I'm not proud of is the crap that comes with this country. (laughs) 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 To put it uh, harshly. (laughs) The crap and the... uh, What's the word? I guess you can somewhat call it hypocrisy in the words. Mm -hmm. I mean, the... I mean, how much freedom do we really have? We have freedom that is deemed apparent. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the thing. So this is another thing I wanted to talk about. Okay, so I have a friend. Uh, she posted this thing on Facebook, and it was saying, oh, she was like, this is the country I lived in. And or, this is, look, you know, oh, look at the country I live in. And it's a it's a CEO who stole like $25 million or maybe $25 billion, one way, something like that. Something stupid big. Yeah, and he was sentenced to prison for... 10 months there was a guy a homeless guy who robbed a bank he came up saying he had a gun to the teller the teller gave him a stack of money and he just took a hundred dollars and he ran out and he came back the next day he turned himself into the to the police station and he gave back hundred dollars and he said you know sorry my mom didn't raise me like that i was broke I needed the money to, he said, to go into rehab, whatever. He could have been BSing, but either way, he turned himself back in and he turned in the money. Well, he got 15 years. Now, you know, when I first read that, I immediately was just like, okay, man, that just shows the fucked upness of this country. Like, man, that's just fucked up. That's just fucked up. You know, da, 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 da. And then I have a friend. He, man, I, re- I haven't talked to him in a while. Uh, I used to go to this charter school in Garland and you know, it was just a random charter school. You know, you just go there, mm. <laughs> basically. And uh, there was a, a Asian or no Chinese. Sorry, I can't think of the word. It was Chinese uh, foreign student named Yang. His name's like Jake Yang now. Or I think he goes by Jake now. But his name's Yang. And he was always just a really smart dude. And right now, you know, I, I put that on Facebook because I had the same thoughts like, oh, my God, that's so fucked up. So I put it on Facebook. And he, you know, me and him started talking about it. And he's just a really smart guy. I think he's in uh, school for business. But he was just saying something like, hey, you know, it, it's not that simple. The, 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 the homeless guy came at the, the, the bank with a threat of violence, mm-hmm. with the threat of the gun. That alone is just bad enough. And then no matter how much he took, he still came at it with that threat. 
And then, you know, he put in other things like that. And then all I could say was he was right because I really forgot for a second how our legal system works. It works on... It's not on intention. It's on your action. Not even that. It's, It's not even... It's even less than that. It's more based on very just legal standpoints like mm-hmm. he can't you, you can say like okay it's not bent uh, or it, it's based on your action or rather than your intent mm-hmm. you know but even other people can say the otherwise you know you can argue the other way saying oh it was the person's intent or or rather let's say you can let's say you only the difference between first degree murder and manslaughter is mm-hmm. intention yeah in yeah that that's case, what i'm saying intention can also can be mm-hmm. judged too that's what but I like when it comes down to what people do i don't know it's like it's hard to explain <laughs> but he made a threat and at mm-hmm. that point he was like with a, using with a that possible weapon yeah and he was using that and that that's their case and yeah. that's why and even Another thing he showed me later, he said that any kind of bank robbery is normally 25 to life. And he said mm-hmm. even giving him just 15 years was a, was an easy sentence. Yeah. That bank robbery is a whole nother thing, even though he just did the the uh, the threat of violence. So he said all that. And my, my thing about it was I got so upset at when, when I saw it, I forgot how much that the, the, the country we live in works by such legal constraints. Yeah, absolutely. And that's when it shocked me because I was like, I consider myself a person who thinks at least, you know, I work in the healthcare field. I, th- I think a lot about people. I believe in everybody has everybody, everybody should have their rights. I believe everybody should do whatever they want to do. Just don't hurt anybody. Don't, don't, don't cause harm on people. Do what you have to do. And, you know, that kind of thing. So I always look at any kind, I judge everything based on that, mm. even law cases. Yeah. You know? And, and there's, and, and sorry to interrupt. Let no, me just finish this, but. There's no room for that in our country. It's not based on that. It's not based on, you know, morals and things like it's based on a very legal standpoint. Yeah. And it just shows the fuckedness of this country that we're in the year 2011. There's more that the gray area is just as important as, you know, everything else. As like the, people can't the trust their own morality mm-hmm. in this country or rather the judicial system doesn't trust our own morality in this. Yeah. System. But the real cool thing about it is that morality or really that that human factor that is the most messed up thing, or it's not the most messed up thing, but it's the it's the thing about it all. Humans, people are always going to be people. There's always that that little extra moral or that extra space that that human factor that everybody has that it that somebody could be good, or somebody could be evil, somebody could not think twice about cheating on somebody, somebody could not think twice about stealing from a baby. You know that little that little room there. We don't, or rather, the systems we have in place do not want to include that but i understand that but mm-hmm. we I, I think at this day and age we, we should be able to find a, a a way to judge that little extra space along with everything else yeah exactly we make our actions and our decisions based off of that morality why don't we make our actions and decisions on judgment of other people based on that morality too? yeah we do not no we don't it's absolutely word for word and that, that what i was uh going to say this guy a while back he had a shit ton of weed in his house and he wasn't selling it i mean he was smoking it all but he had evidence you know stacked up against him that he had this weed in his house and it was going to be a felony and he went into court and one man on the jury convinced everyone on the jury throughout all this evidence that this man was not guilty and his argument inside the jury room 
was that it was a completely harmless action and he wasn't selling it and it's stupid to regulate weed and stuff like that. And so they charged him not guilty. And it was that kind of morality that was making me go, oh my gosh, <laughs> thank God. Awesome. Even though the, the question was, does this man have all this weed? Is he guilty of having all this weed? Mm-hmm. They were like, not guilty because this law is dumb. <laughs> that, that's and so awesome. people are starting to do that now. And I think that's totally I mean, awesome. It would be awesome if America could do something like that. Be like, hey, you know what we realize? And it would be the most noble action of any country in we the are wrong. world yeah. if it said, guess what? We are going to do an entire reform of our nation yeah. and get to some kind of new standpoint. If that ever happened, I mean, holy shit. It would be absolute chaos holy for a while, but you know what? Shit. If we could figure something out that would be... Oh, you know, oh. there's a book I want to read and it's called Cradle to Cradle and it's by this biochemist and he wants, and he, and he comes up with this, uh, idea. He's like a PhD in biochemistry and he, and he comes up with a system that actually makes sense. He says we can make an economical or rather an industrial system that lives off of its own byproduct. Mm-hmm. And he explains how to do it and he says, but the trick about it is, for about 10 or maybe for at least, I think he says maybe at least five to 10 years. And you know, I only read the summary. I haven't really read the book, but somewhere like, let's say five to 20 years, he needs to, uh, or the, the country will need to lower its, uh, it's, it's intake. Like it will just have to lower its, what, what's the word I'm thinking of? Uh, its use, yeah. you know, like the country will just have to lower how much it uses resources for a little bit. But then at the byproduct of all that will be, a very constant, more economical stream of of uh, of resources, but could we ever get people to do that? I don't know. Yeah, exactly. That's that's something that yeah. comfort comes into such an effect. People don't want to give up what's comfortable to them, even if it's not that comfortable. It's the change that's uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. So it's like, oh my god, change is horrible. It's horrible. No, what we have works. It works okay. Yeah, it's fine, but. Yeah. It's not. It's no. not freaking working. It's not working. It is it's going to dig working. us into a deeper hole. Working. Yeah. But, but that's another thing. Will will we ever get it right as humans? Like, can a human ever get it right? Will humans ever reach that kind of not, only one not, way not, to find out? Not perfection, <laughs> but agreement. Yeah, some type of yeah. I mean, some type of thing where we where we at least re you know, reach some kind of good standpoint, some kind of good level, but we haven't reached that. We have to come to the same terms and that's going to be the hardest thing of all because Mm -hmm. everybody wants to think differently. I mean, not just what it comes down to. They want to, Mm -hmm. they, they like that. Yeah. And not only, it's not only just the wants to think differently. It's like they want to live differently. And that means living like everything around them. Some people cannot get to the some people, and especially a lot of Christians too, they cannot, they, they talk all this free will. Or, you know, when you talk about a Christian, you should understand the concept of free will. But they cannot allow somebody else to do whatever they want to do. And that's a weird thing. Mm-hmm. Like, why can you just not allow somebody to do what they want to do? Yeah, it's like, it's their decision. Mm-hmm. That's kind of like, you know, you have, I hate to pick on a certain sect here, but you have Jehovah's Witnesses who constantly want to save you. Okay, mm-hmm. um, thanks and all, but... It's my decision if I'm going to hell or whatever. Then it's my call. Yeah. I don't see why you need to try to save me. It's my responsibility. 
Yeah, this was a this is pretty good intro. I don't even know how long we're in it, but you know, we just hit it from the start. I have to say, uh, <laughs> we started this one out different because I've been recently taking the podcast on the road to a few places. I think I've recorded somewhere else on the road, but usually, oh yeah, I have. But I usually, uh, t- I've been taking the whole system with me and recording it somewhere else, you know, because it's not that big of a system. And now I got in here and we got into a, like a we're in straight, my room, by the way. <laughs> yeah, we're in Lars and we're, we're hitting it at a straight, like, go ahead. And I think it's the dome of the house. See, the, the cool thing about the house, mm-hmm. I pull up here. It's just a random, normal, everyday neighborhood. You just see houses and I pull up and I'm like, look at this dome house. It's a pretty cool house. I'm like, is this Lars? This can't be Lars. House. I should have mentioned that. <laughs> oh, by the way, the one house you need to go to is the one in a circle. Yeah. <laughs> the most different You can house see there. it from Google Maps. Awesome. Yeah, it's That's it's like square, awesome. square, 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 circle, square, 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 square. <laughs> <laughs> and it's pretty cool. You get in here, and it's all the dominess, and I, I really like it. I was talking to uh, your roommate, Ray. Ray, his parents built the house, and he was just showing me around. It's just a really awesome house. Like, it, I really kind of would not mind living in a house like this. Absolutely. Because it's just it, it's a cool design. It's a nice house feel, but. It's not just the same as every, you know, square house. He's moving to Illinois in, in March. Illinois? Yeah. He's moving back home. Damn Why Yankee. Illinois? That's where I'm from. He's Yankee. Yep. Let's say you're just going to move back, man. You, you so remember that? Texas. What? Why would you want to go back? <laughs> you remember that Confederate the, flag that was hanging on that door? Yeah. That was the barrier between his and my room. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I think I'm just gonna turn your mic down. Real quick. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> don't want to hear this bullshit. Yeah, no. Oh man, you know it'd be awesome. Or not really awesome, but it'd be really crazy if it happened. If we had a uh, a war with Mexico, if we had a war with Dude. Mexico, this entire south border would be such a war zone. Yes. I mean, it would be honestly the Texans nowadays. Unless you go back to where I'm from in the boonies, most Texans here aren't really Texans. They're just kind of like, oh, um, I've shot a gun, um, zero times, and I've never seen a horse, and um, I guess I like Wolf Brand chili, and I'm like, no, God damn, you're right. But I think <laughs> there's enough. There's Texans enough Texans. With guns, they just got to come out of the sticks first. And they're gonna come out. You know, they're gonna, if they need if they have a reason to come out, they're gonna come out. Yeah, that's why I wanted. I was wanting to make a, a zombie apocalypse movie from Texas or something like that. Oh, that'd be. It would be like movie. the zombies are the are the protagonists, and the Texans are all chasing around. <laughs> <laughs> you know that movie Fear? Was it Fear with Fear. Donnie? Uh, what's his name? Devito. I can't remember. Danny Devito. Danny Devito. Fear. No, I don't remember that movie. It's got this. It's. Is it with the a, family is terrorized by, by, by the girl's guy? boyfriend? Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. my father and I saw this His movie. His name isn't Danny DeVito. What is His it? His name is uh, Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> no, 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 no. Is it Mark Wahlberg? I've never seen Fear. I could have sworn it was Mark Wahlberg. I can't remember. It sounds yeah. It is Mark Wahlberg. Is it Mark Wahlberg? Yeah, no, is. no. Who's the other big name in there? I don't know. Uh, the, the chips in there. Oh, yeah. I know the chips maybe something. maybe that was. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Anyways, I saw this movie like six years ago, but uh, whenever my uh, my father and I watched it. Where are you going, dude? Nowhere. She's <laughs> moving the mic. Oh, that when, mic. When oh, my father and I watched hurts. it, uh, we were actually enraged because we were thinking about how how this movie would have been filmed so much differently had it been done in Texas. So much. Mm-hmm. Oh, gosh. Like the guy, he 
breaks into the house and he kills their German shepherd. I'm like, no, our German shepherds aren't pussies. <laughs> and there then other, he would have walked out there with a scar. Yeah. Somebody would have noticed. Well, then he like <laughs> breaks into their house and they have like a pistol. Are you serious? I have eight <laughs> guns in my room alone. I mean, seriously. Actually, one of them is next to the front door because, you know, yeah, whatever. Door. That. Yeah. Jehovah's Witnesses, whatever. <laughs> no, uh, but it was like, man, we, we need to make a movie where it's like the Texan chases around the burglar for two hours and terrorizes these people as they try to break into our houses because in east texas that's the way that shit works exactly no but it's it's texas and that's the good thing about living here is that you really get a good american feel of this is my shit (laughs) fuck off i have my (laughs) right to do what the fuck i want to do and you're gonna understand that yeah if you don't understand that tough shit you got this little buddy right here yeah yeah oh i should go get it and make the sound in front of the microphone I think we should. I, th- I think maybe we should. Yeah. All right. You guys. You guys time. keep talking. I'll be right back. Well, he's not talking. Are you, are you going to talk while she goes and gets shot, shotgun? She's getting a shotgun. Yeah. Oh, okay. 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 So what's up, Nathan? Not a whole lot, man. Man. So what do you do uh, in your free time around these parts of Fort Worth? Not a whole lot, actually. Just uh, hanging out around here. It's cool. Getting the house ready. Where? Uh, where else are you from besides here? Just Illinois. Illinois. Uh, how'd you? Southern Illinois. Uh, brother came down here, uh, he moved from Florida, and then I came down here about three years ago. Oh, okay, where were you living beforehand? Just at home. No, I mean, like, before here. Oh, before here, here. We were, me and Laura were both in, uh... Oh, yeah, that place in Fort Worth. Yeah. okay. Have you always lived in Fort Worth? Yeah. okay. (laughs) Hold on. This is, this is the sound of East Texas. Let me see if I can... Keep talking. <laughs> okay. No, Laura is holding this big, black, large phallic object. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> shotgun. Goddamn. <laughs> Where's that button? Start by the uh, safety. It's on the left. It'd be down. Hmm? I forgot. No, there's a tab. Yeah. Right there. Right there. Oh, Put my hand on it like eight times. <laughs> Operated weapon. Yeah. Now, I've had this gun for a long fucking time. The last time I went skeet shooting was like three years ago. Oh, and I did it with three different shotguns. Nice. Yeah. What kind of shotgun is that? 12 gauge Mossberg. It's actually my most recent gun. Yeah, let me see it. I love that. I haven't held a gun in a while. Yep, I held a gun. Yeah, this one has oh. got a 28 inch barrel. It's kind of hard to handle. My M44 over there, though. That's one of my favorites. Oh, man. That's nice. Sound of Texas. Yeah, that's the sound of Texas. This tab thing, you get stuck too. Oh, does it? Mm-hmm. So is that just like if you want to reload another one? No, so this fun? is actually if you have uh, rounds in here uh-huh. and you want it to come you out just quickly. Empty it? Oh, okay. You just empty it like this. Oh, okay. I but I'm really shotguns have that. Yeah, some people dry fire it. But that's really bad. Really bad. Yeah, you don't do that. Yeah, you don't do that. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, actually, uh, this gun helped me uh, deter a burglar once. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, I, I don't know if I talked about this last time I was on the podcast, but... No, even... Uh, yeah, this is Laura. You're, congratulations, you're the first return. Oh! It's kind of heavy. <laughs> <laughs> but you're the first return guest we've had oh. on the podcast, and congratulations. Thanks. <laughs> even though, yeah, a lot of people have been asking about you and want you to have you on. One of the other... Uh, 
co-creators of the show one of the times he was on he was like talking about stuff the podcast he was like laura she needs to get back on there she seems cool and i want to be there oh i'm sorry dude i didn't know he just he snuck over here and tried to break into my house and set up all his equipment and all of a sudden i had to do a podcast it was was all right it was semi-planned oh my bad text message but yeah, tell us about your burglar story. Oh, okay. So I had just moved into this, uh, the house that I was at before this. Um, I just moved into that house and I was literally sleeping on the floor in a sleeping bag because I didn't have any of my shit over yet. And I had my shotgun in my sleeping bag because that's how I roll. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, I heard this, this like creeping footsteps, this on the ground outside my window. And I'm just sitting there like thinking, oh, is this an animal? I hope this is an animal. And this dude takes a butter knife. And all the windows are actually painted shut. The previous occupants decided they didn't ever want to open the windows ever. And he's trying to put the butter knife underneath the window to pry it open so that he can get in. I'm guessing it was a squatter. Not actually someone who was trying to steal anything. I mean, if, if he could get away with it, I'm sure he would have. But in any case, there was a forensic side outside still. So mm-hmm. that's what made me come to that conclusion. So I wait... He's still finagling it, and I just get up. You know, you don't make much noise when you're rolling out of a sleeping bag. Just grab my shotgun, walk over to the front, and all of a sudden, I'm sitting there, and I can't see him because the blinds are up, but I just made that, you know, typical sound, and this dude almost killed himself trying to run away. I could hear, like, the dirt was all tore up. He was just hauling ass into the the backyard and i could hear before i even got to the back door because i ran to the back door real quick before i even got to the back door i could hear the fence jingling like he had jumped the fence in one shot (laughs) and albeit typically an east texan or you know where i'm from they would Mm -hmm. be like you should have shot that son of a bitch through the window through the window oh yeah i don't care if you bust the window open you should have shot him because what if he had a gun and i'm like i'm sorry Call me crazy, and I know that I don't belong in East Texas for saying this, but I don't actually want to kill anybody. No, you're fine. You (laughs) did the right thing. They have the wrong mindset if they're just like, oh, you should have killed a guy who's just outside of your door. Even if he did have a gun, I mean... I got a bigger one. (laughs) But you told me, though, though, that that you stood in front of the door. I mean, in front of the window. I did stand in front of the window for a minute. That was the only thing that you shouldn't have done. Well, it was like three whole seconds just to make sure that I was at the right window, number one, because I didn't turn on the lights. Yeah. No, I mean, whenever you click it, or whenever you cocked it, you can yeah. just, like, you know, like, sit yeah. out, buy down the winner. He was already crossed the yard by the time I could have reacted anyways. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, I, I, I got so much flack from my family no, for that. No, but, I mean, no, but that's the good thing to do. Like the saying goes, better to uh, not have a gun and not need a gun and have it mm-hmm. than need a gun and not have it. Yeah, exactly. You know? So, I mean... I would have considered it worth it, even if he would have brought out a gigantic, you know, shotgun himself and shot me through the window. I would have been like, well, shit, I didn't want to kill him, so he killed me. I'm kind of okay with that, because I just don't want to kill anybody. I mean, unless I absolutely have to, like, I'm, you know, rushing in and saving somebody or some shit like that. Even then, I don't think I'm going to use a shotgun. <laughs> well, yeah. If they fire at you, Shotgun. you're firing back. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. And you better hit me in the heart, because... Yeah, I was just about to say, if they didn't hit you in any kind of vital, 
basically brain or heart that wouldn't stop you dead, I'm sure you get at least one round off. Mm. Mm-hmm. At least. Yeah. Never stop killing those zombies in my dreams. I definitely know how to react. <laughs> <laughs> Never stop killing the zombies. It's crazy. Zombies just can't happen now because the the the, the population is just way too prepared. For We're too it. aware now. It's just too aware. Even if the government wanted to try and do it, just it's too late. It's too late. Yeah, it actually, they came up with a the army. I think wrote a zombie contingency plan. Really? Yeah, because I know the CDC wrote kind of one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, schools now. Some no, schools have them. No, mm-hmm. no, it's just going too far. No, it's not. That's that's no, well, that's far. just that's student committees going. Hey, you want to do something fun? No, well, you, then the principal needs to be like, shut the fuck up, sit down, read <laughs> your book, dumbass. You don't know shit. Well, it's good for you. <laughs> what are you talking? About? If you have like a class that that touches on survivalism, that would be a fun project. Yeah, that's come fine. up with a zombie. That's cool. Plan. Yeah, that's cool. But if you're talking, but you made like, it actual sound like, principals sitting down. No, that's like, not what happened. Yeah. It was students. It was student made. Exactly. Can't remember who did it, but I read it on Reddit. <laughs> <laughs> hey Matt, can I ask a favor, Nathan? Hmm. And I'll give you uh, so a bowl later for that. Could you uh, give me a soda? Okay, thank you. <laughs> a bowl of weed for a soda? How do you? What? what? Only stoners understand this what? transaction. <laughs> what? Okay, but uh, what was I saying? Um. See, I just started thinking about that root beer as soon as you drank it. It's a it dang, it's a dang a subliminal message. You know? Actually, I think we're at a root beer. There's ginger. Oh in. my god! <laughs> you want my backwash? Here you go. <laughs> oh Lord, I've been what? I've been waiting for this moment. <laughs> yeah. oh. Well, there's other sodas in there. You'll you'll be okay. It's horrible. Just like, oh yeah. By the way, there's no root beer. <laughs> I waited oh. until after he'd asked him, and no. Nathan had already walked out of there. No. See, it's that evil white. <laughs> And all the white people. Oh, it's part. Partly, it's a. I'm half Native American and half white. I it's, don't think Native Americans are well. They're especially mean. They are now. Well, I mean now, but I don't know. No. They that hate comes, everything that now. That comes with the culture, but I think you just have that white hate in you. A white hatred. Yeah, it's from from East Texas. I'm sure. I grew up racist. I grew up very racist. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm just a little darker shade than you. Just like I don't feel right about. I just uh, no. don't feel a little bit right. I feel like burning a cross right now. <laughs> It's like it's not. I don't have anything against you, but I'm just gonna burn a cross. I just need to like get this weird feeling out of me, and then we can hang out. Where, where's your front yard? Can can you direct me to your front yeah. yard? I, I would mean, like that, to do that some. That would be even better. Some renovations. I would be good for the week. Yeah. That. <laughs> Until next week. <laughs> Until next week. Oh, next week. That's when I get the rope. And yeah. Burn so many crosses. Oh man, it's so funny. Like all these small towns that I have lived in always had a lynching tree. Yeah, I know. There's, uh, There's ginger ale in there too. There's one more ginger ale. Can I have the ginger ale? Thank you. Damn this Yankee, podcast. get it right. <laughs> 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 this podcast is brought to you by ginger ale. <laughs> Sparkly ginger ale. Oh goodness. What's uh that thing right there? That's a dehydrator. I make all my rats food homemade. Oh nice. What do you uh give them? I give them, uh, well, undehydrated, Thank well, you. sort of. I give them oats. I'm good, thanks. I give them oats and dry pasta noodles so that oh. they can crunch their teeth on them. And, uh, I dehydrate fruits. I give them bran flakes. And, uh, I give them a little bit of quinoa, actually. Quinoa flakes. Cause that's got every, that's like a superfood. It's got every protein you need and all that nice stuff. I give them that's almonds. Cool. 
And then I dehydrate pears, apples, um, tomatoes, bell peppers. What else do I dehydrate? Strawberries. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Um, oh, they, they must be good fed rats. Yeah. Can you see that one? She's kind of fat. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, who are you calling fat? I'm just going to... Turn my ass towards uh, you so you can exactly. see the full full. <laughs> that's not picture. fat. That's loving, baby. <laughs> yeah. She, uh, that one right there, her name is Ears for obvious reasons. She's a Dumbo rat, so her ears stick out on either side of her head. I don't even see the other one right now. And, uh, well, they're all up in that hammock right there. Oh, made okay. a little hammock. I think oh, it's the coolest thing nice. in the world. Oh, they can get up there? Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. They'll climb up the side of the cage. I mean, this cage is three feet wide, uh, Three feet long five. and five. five feet tall. Yeah. So they climb all over it, and I need to install more levels onto it so that they have more fun. But mm-hmm. I'm actually probably going to make a shelf cage next. See this bookshelf? Uh-huh. You just drill holes in it so they can get up throughout uh-huh. each one, and it makes it easier to clean, number one. And number two, it's cheap because you just buy a bookshelf and then make a door for it. Huh. And it's you can take cool. the shelves Are you out. Put like uh, that wire, that that kind of chicken wire in yes. front of it. Yeah, too bad the listeners can't see what we're talking about. It's quite interesting. Yeah, like, it's cool. <laughs> <laughs> I have videos on my uh, YouTube channel actually. Oh, like what kind of videos on your YouTube channel? Are you YouTube famous? No. Halfway YouTube famous? No. Quarter? No. Not even remotely. 1%. I post 1%. videos so that my family can see, and so that when I ask questions on Ask Reddit, our rats, <laughs> <laughs> they can. You know, know what I'm talking you about. You have your about me on, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. On Facebook, or uh, sorry, Facebook, but YouTube. Yeah, my, my YouTube, actually. I've had that YouTube account since I first got on the internets at like age 13. So YouTube I have videos. Was around back then? Yeah. No. Or rather, the accounts that I have tied to that. Oh, okay, okay. okay. So I have videos from, I was like 14 or 15. I have a video. I was Yoshitaka Amano's bodyguard. <laughs> the guy who did the art for Final Fantasy. Yeah. It, it, yeah. People don't know that. Yeah, that's okay. nerd reference. No, no, no. <laughs> Some people, if you guys are nerds, you know what I'm talking about. Um, but I was Yoshitaka Amano's bodyguard, and I got video of him drawing... I was just standing right next to him, you know, Wait, making sure. you really were his bodyguard? Yeah, I really, I have, I have fucking <laughs> I pictures. you made a video of you just acting like his bodyguard. That's why I laughed. No. No, I really, like, wow. hung out with Yoshitaka Amano for How the whole f- weekend. What? Why haven't you told me this? I, I don't, I don't know. How it's, did this happen? Okay, tell me the whole fucking story. <laughs> Sorry, I geek work, moment. I worked con security, and the guy in that room, uh, he was the con shit. head security, and I was like, Yoshitaka Amano's coming to town. I want to be his bodyguard. 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 I like pestered Ray until he fucking let me be Yoshitaka Amano's bodyguard. Nice. And so I'm like walking around the entire time. I just walked around with him, made sure he got to each panel safely. And I hung out inside the panel mm-hmm. or outside the panel, depending. And at the end of each panel that he had, which was like autograph signing and, you know, questions and answers and all that nice junk, yeah. um, I would you know, be like, hey, can you autograph this? <laughs> and so I have this poster, this wall scroll of Vampire Hunter D. And uh, on the bottom, he drew Vampire Hunter D, like, sleeping, like, in the grave or whatever, you know, like, D does. And uh, I've got man. pictures of him drawing and art books and stuff like that. I've got one of me standing with him. I look like a complete dyke. Well, I had to because that would look scary. <laughs> Being a I have the biggest nerd boner right now. That is amazing. <laughs> his laptop is just in the air. <laughs> oh, it's, it's just on his lap. floating. <laughs> oh my god. 
And, but uh, he he was actually a really cool dude. Uh, I of course bowed to him when I first met him. Which Final Fantasy did did he do the artwork? For? All of them. All of them. Mm-hmm. Is he that main? He's the main lead designer, right? Now. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Well, not really designer, but he does the the wispy looking art. You know, like the back of Final yeah. Fantasy Nine. Oh, so he's the guy who does all that. I thought he. Oh, I didn't know he was the one who drew that. He did. Vampire so I knew him D. as the guy who like oversaw it all, but I always thought he just did like one and they kept him like that. Mm-hmm. Oh, so he's always just been like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's the Final Fantasy art person. I can't remember the name of the company. Square Enix, mm-hmm. basically. Squeenix. Oh, okay, Squeenix. <laughs> Is that me? No, it's Nathan. Nathan. He's so. here and he doesn't even have to be here. It's <laughs> <laughs> good music. No, but um, I bowed and he bowed lower and then I tried to bow lower and yeah. I realized that I'm not really that flexible. So he got the last bow, but I was just like, man, oh, this really? dude is, he he really is very modest and humble. That's pretty awesome. Well, for uh, being Japanese one of the most world famous artists. Japanese people are, you know, they're, yeah. they are very uh, modest and humble. Japanese yeah. people, I, I haven't met a, a crappy Japanese person, <laughs> even though I've only met, you know, I think like maybe three down here in total. Yeah. Have you met any Japanese people down here? Um, other sure than Amano. Have. I mean, I've here and there, but actually gotten to talk to him. Mm-hmm. Mostly Thai people. I oh, talked to a lot of Thai people. Thai. See, I think I, I met one Thai guy. His name was Kitty Pat. Very cool guy. <laughs> That's Very awesome. Cool yeah, I was a uh, Ichni Zero Ichni is a Japanese band that's growing in popularity down here. I mm-hmm. did, I worked for them too. We helped them cart their stuff around and just, you know, general helping and stuff. Nice. And uh, at one of their concerts, they were tra- setting up everything. And American stages are apparently a little bit taller than Japanese <laughs> stages. And this dude, I think his name is Saki, mm-hmm. he's trying to get up on the stage. And I'm standing in front of the stage, you know, whatever. And I've got my back to him, and I turned around just in time to see him try like, falling on me, and I just went boop, and I just grabbed him around his hips, and he was like, "Ah, oh, Amazon!" <laughs> <laughs> and so I got called Amazon for the duration of the weekend. <laughs> they thought that it was the coolest thing ever because I was taller than all of them too. I'm five eight. Awesome. They were like five five. <laughs> so I, I was freakishly taller than them. That's pretty freaking awesome. So, yeah, my name you was learn Amazon. something new every time yeah. when you hang out with Laura. Yeah, absolutely. That's nice. I think I'm going to put that Amano poster up in here somewhere. Yeah, I mean, you should just put it, like, in front of the house. You learn something new. <laughs> oh, yes. Or on the on the top of the dome, so when you see it on Google Maps, you read oh, that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. See, the most awesome thing about this entire dome that I was telling uh, your roommate was it, it's such a guy house. Or rather, not such a it's guy house. a bachelor house. house. Not even that. It's a house that I want to fix up. Like, cause nobody's been here for a while. So either way, it's like, you could fix up stuff here. I love fixing stuff. Oh, well, this in the place house. was trashed when we got to it because the previous tenants just, they didn't pay rent for a few months, of course. Mm-hmm. And then hey, they left like. What are you doing? What is bread? Oh. I would love bread. I love bread. Hey, what are you doing? Bread. Bread, yeah. Uh, hey Ray, you want to hop on the mic? Hey, you want to you want to get on the? We were just talking about the house and how it's such a man house to fix up. Do you want to get on the podcast, Ray? Sure. Okay, awesome. Here, I was saying. Headphones, mic, crunching noises. There goes that. No, thank you. Mmm. No. Sort of homemade um, bread. 
<laughs> point the mic somewhat to your mouth, like how you're gonna have it like kind of facing the way you're gonna talk in the direction, and then stop. I'm lazy. I'm just gonna sit here like this. <laughs> okay, that works just. Just fine. lean into it. <laughs> so yeah, like I was just telling Laura, Ray, this house, or like I was even telling you on the roof, this house is just such an awesome house because of how I want to fix it up, and that's like half the fun of of anything you do. Is oh yeah, on it. yeah. I mean, several times uh, in the three weeks that we've been moved in, I've just turned to Nate or Laura and been like. I'm going to get a drill. <laughs> Do something manly. I'm just going to fix something real quick. Got a saw oh, yeah. and a drill, and I'm making stuff and repairing stuff. Part of the fun of moving into this place for me was I made black accents all over my room. Like, we painted the room white, but I got to paint my doors. I got I painted my light switch plates. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. just everything. It was fun to do. Well, Still we, fixing it. we had the benefit of when the previous tenants moved out, the place was stripped bare to the walls. So we had carte blanche to do whatever we wanted, you know, paint the walls, add in shells. If I had wanted to knock out walls, I could have done that. If I mm-hmm. wanted to rebuild doors, rip stuff out, I could have done that. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's starting off with a blank palette and then just being able to say, go nuts, do whatever you want with the thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's an awesome thing, you know, and there's stuff to fix up there. You have the garden to, to grow stuff. I mean, you have a good lawn, which I love working on the lawn as well. Especially working on like all of the grass, like, cause it, here in Texas, you can have a good lawn, but the sun can just f up a lawn really well. <laughs> oh my God! Nathan just walked in with a jar, a jar of honey, honey, a loaf of bread, and a freaking two liter of Haritos. A jar of honey. <laughs> a jar, and we're not we're not talking like a small jar. We're talking like a pickle yeah, jar. Like that a looks like jar fresh. Like yeah, oh, some, yeah, like fresh, fresh. yeah. Well, it is Nathan. He will just dip the bread in the honey and go Winnie the Pooh on the thing. (laughs) (laughs) Then there's ants everywhere. You're ridiculous. Here, have some bread. So, uh, what year was this house finished, Ray? It was finished in 84, I believe. 84 or 85. And how long did you live in here? Uh, I lived here until, oh God, 2003? Until yeah. 03. It's a nice house. It's a really comfy house. Oh, yeah. I like my uh, backyard access. Mm-hmm. I have a door out the back of my room that goes into, like, a greenhouse, but it's going to end up being an art studio. But uh, And then it goes straight out into the backyard. <laughs> yeah. You couldn't resist. Continue. That's, yeah. like, super dark honey, too. It's honey, man. I haven't had honey in so long. Really? Well, the advantage to this house, one of the things that I love about it and why it's just always progressed is my father, who I can't speak well enough about, you know, at one point in his life was a licensed, you know, electrician and a plumber and a construction guy. So he never had to hire anybody. They just did everything themselves. This whole, these rooms used to be flip-flopped. My father would rip out walls, build in new uh, closets. Really? This glass uh, greenhouse type Mm -hmm. deck. That didn't used to exist. No, he'd put it used to be just chopped wall. off at the at the wall right there. And then years after that, my mom insisted, and he put a little roof, an extension of the roof. Then he put in the walls and enclosed it in See. glass. And then he put the tile on the ground and everything. That's what you have to And do. this was all after he was 60. 
You know? <laughs> and and I just assume that's what every man did. You know, I assume this is what men did. And as I grew up and I, you know, socialized and got to know guys and, you know, I had all the hand-me-down tools from my father, enough tools to be a complete, you know, full, full, full set. Mm-hmm. And my friends are all like, hey, if, if you got this that I can borrow? And I'm like, you mean you don't have your own? <laughs> what kind of you man are you? You don't have your own 1,000-pound uh, air compressor? Don't you, you don't have your own everything? Yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah even the women in my a, family have yeah, tools. I have a 40-foot ladder. You don't have a 40-foot ladder? Yeah. <laughs> you don't have your own scaffolding equipment? Yeah, you, you, you don't yeah. have your own 25-ton You don't jack? have your own cement mixer. No. We have, uh, that's the thing. I have a cement, that my father's, there's a cement mixer in the backyard. I have 25, I have a pair of 25 ton jacks. 25 Because wow. you need two ton. when you need two 25 ton jacks. I, I always wondered what you pick up with a 25 ton pair of jacks. Something and I found out, no, it's not even cars. You pick up houses. When you're fi- when you're fixing the foundation on an old house, you can put these jacks under the house and, and actually help lift up the house, and then go fix the foundation and set the house back down. I've seen my, we've done that on a rental property we own. That'd be pretty awesome. My dad looked underneath it, the said house. the concrete's all cracked. We need to raise the house a half inch so we can get in there and fix that, and then set it back down. And I'm like, okay, Houdini, what magic for you? <laughs> yes, David Copperfield, you will levitate the house a half inch, and then we will yeah. work on it. No, he was all like, no, that's what we have those big 25-ton jacks for. Oh, I thought that was just if you wanted to do body work on a tank or something. <laughs> nice. Yeah, this place, it had trash all over it. They just thrown that, the greenhouse room, actually... You would walk through it, and you'd be sifting through empty water bottles and Coke cans, and they were just really gross people. Sucks on that. Apparently, they they didn't know what a trash can was. Empty water bottles. No, they knew what a trash can was. It was called the floor. Yeah, (laughs) that's what they considered it. It's like you could you could just visualize these people drinking something and then just taking the can and throwing it down. They're not gonna walk five feet to a trash can just. Throwing it down because there were just piles of empty drink containers everywhere. But I got a free iPod out of it. Okay. In the in the there's this uh, couch that turns into a bed, mm-hmm. and then the bottom of the bed, which took about an hour of finagling to get to <laughs> to detach because some somebody's fat ass bent it out of shape. Nice. Yeah, it was great. Uh, there was a iPod Nano at the bottom. Of it. <laughs> Obviously, didn't care about that. <laughs> we we found lost. several pieces of loot that we've. Uh, Nothing to justify <laughs> all the crap that we had to do this house. There's gouge marks in my floor that I, it's underneath that rug over there. Mm-hmm. But, uh, there's gouge marks on my floor that I have no idea how or why you would do that. <laughs> there's no telling. Yeah. Meth? Was meth involved? <laughs> <laughs> meth was not involved in this house, as far as I know. There's Although, nothing, yeah, one of the rental properties that we had, that was my first encounter with drugs when i was about 10 oh what happened me and my father go by to go check on the rent house as we're driving past it and we're like why is there police tape all over the front door (laughs) (laughs) so we stop it's our property my dad just walks right through it and everything and you know young child ray is going hey dad what why are these glass vials with all this white powder stuff in it in the corners of the room and everything (laughs) 
Uh, my father, don't touch that. <laughs> <laughs> well, now I know what happened with the house. So, okay, now, we'll go home and go talk to your mother. <laughs> now I see why rent was paid in fives and tens. Mm-hmm. Uh, why all the dollar bills were folded long ways? Yeah. Ah, that that wasn't flour. The strippers flour. gave them. Yeah, yeah, was about the, the money. <laughs> and then they gave it to us. Oh my goodness! It all makes sense now. Circle of life. Yeah. <laughs> the circle of money. I, I, they really should do something like that. Like, wouldn't that be awesome if they could put a camera in a dollar bill? Mm-hmm. See where it they already have that you. track. Where's Biller? Yeah, where's, yeah the where's, bills? George? where's the yeah, George? Where's George or something like that, yeah. But, I mean, yes, it'd be much more interesting if not just you could see where it goes state to state. I mean, I think the the coolest that thing would, would be, be pretty awesome. person track, to person. <laughs> track stripper money. That's the interesting money. That's the money that gets around. <laughs> for the record, like, okay, I worked at a strip club for a while, and uh, I would take the dollar bills, and I'd be in the middle of freaking Albertsons in the self-serve area with, yeah. like, $31 bills. I wonder... Feeding them into the machine. One <laughs> I wonder if all, like, money, if they had their own society, if, like, when money is made, they all just sit them down. Like, you're gonna be put in somebody's ass one day. Yeah. There's too many of us, and there's too many strip clubs. It's just pure science. Yeah, it's you may just not, never see a, You may never see the scientist. You may never see a birthday, but you will see a stripper's ass. Yeah. <laughs> just envision it like some college thing. All the money sitting in an auditorium. Some mm-hmm. old $100 bill on the podium saying, look to your left. Look to your right. <laughs> One of you will be in a stripper's ass before the end of the year. Oh, my God. And they're like, yes. And <laughs> you will be the fortunate one. Yeah. Yeah. One of you will have cork. Or, no, sorry. Have have coke snorted through you. Yeah, I was about to say, one out of every three of you will become a cocaine addict. Some of you will be part of a rapper's video. Some of you will be lit on fire for no apparent reason. Just act cool for a YouTube video. <laughs> and some of you will make it rain. <laughs> <laughs> some of you... No, okay, we can stop. <laughs> Going back on, on that serious note, uh, you heard about the, stati- the statistic in the mid-80s, correct? What huh. It was estimated by the Treasury Department in by the mid-80s that, I think it was 35%, something like 35% of all U.S. dollars were saturated with cocaine. Yeah. Oh, yeah. In, in, by, by 1985, the Treasury Department said 35% of Every bill in America has traces of cocaine on it. Makes now, me wipe my face now on was that now was that part <laughs> now was that because people were using it or was that I thought I heard something that it was something they used in making the dollar in making no the, it was um, because people were using it cocaine okay. was so prevalent and then of course there would be you know a guy would roll up a dollar bill or a twenty or whatever and mm-hmm. snort cocaine. Uh-huh. Then the dollar bill goes back into his wallet. Well, now the dollar that's facing it and the dollar on the back of it picks up residual cocaine traces, and it spreads like a virus. Mm. True. True, true, true. A mind-numbing virus. <laughs> <laughs> I've never done cocaine, but uh, yeah, that's that's say, mostly just because I don't have any money. Yeah, mind-numbing is the exact opposite from what I understand that really? kind of does. Well, I just say numbing because I know if you put it in your mouth. You aren't talking straight for at least an hour. <laughs> yeah. Because it numbs your uh, gums up and all that stuff. Yeah. One of my ex-roommates used to do that. Ex-roommates. Ex-roommates. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah. Because all of our current roommates are pure as the driven snow. <laughs> do, do, do. <laughs> <laughs> 
Everybody looks at Nathan immediately. He's like sitting on the floor with honey and bread <laughs> with the and beer. soda. Like, What's going on, guys? And and just looking up like with these puppy dog eyes, like you guys talking about me? <laughs> and I think the fact that he's sitting, we're on a hardwood floor, and, and he's uh, sitting on the he took, a little circular carpet. He mat. took my circular carpet mat that was outside my door, pulled it inside, and plopped on it like a freaking lily pad. It's it's only about <laughs> it's only about eighteen inches in diameter, and yes, he looks like he's just. Floating around on his own little black nice. dot raft. This is just the, you through here. Uh, we have one more roommate who's currently one and a half asleep. Yes, one oh, and a half. Okay. It's her and her boyfriend. So She's the boyfriend a package is, deal. Yeah. Oh, nice. But the boyfriend's actually pretty cool, so we allow his presence. Oh, you <laughs> knew the boyfriend back in high school. Correct? Yeah. yeah, yeah, I went to high school with him. Mm. I w- yeah, she was like, "Yeah, you got to meet Charles. You got to meet Charles." Charles walks through. I'm like, "Hey, Charles," and he's like, "Oh, hey, long time no see." And I was like, "Yeah." And I just went back to my room. Yeah, and Nikki's <laughs> all like, what, 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 what? You, you know him? And Charles was like, yeah, I went to school with her. <laughs> nice, nice. What high school did you go to? Western Hills. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wish I knew what high school that was. But no, you don't. Unless you, it's basically Como with some white people in it. That's Western okay. Hills. Well, if you had, like, Peyton, Man- if you had Peyton Manning's arm, you could throw a football and hit Western Hills. Okay. It's the school you passed right there. Oh. Just oh. up the road. It caught fire six times my senior year. What? Was there just like... People just burning... Witchcraft or just people... <laughs> there should have been freaking witchcraft. <laughs> <laughs> what was going to um, Buffy? No. Was that the school was based That's what of? it felt like. What was that? Somerville High or whatever? Yeah, yeah. Somerville High um, Buffy. No, there's just... People were burning notes in the bathroom to be dramatic oh, my boyfriend broke up with me. I'm going to burn this note he wrote me. And then, the, like, the whole freaking bathroom would catch fire. Or The worst was whenever they would take the toilet paper and shove up all the sinks and then turn on this fucking sink just to plug it up. Like, why, dude? Why? Because it causes a disturbance. People get to go outside. I mean, not no, that I ever no, did it. It's not even that it caused... Damn. Not, well, the note thing would cause a disturbance, but the water thing wouldn't cause a disturbance. It would just be somebody has to go in there and fix it. Well, no, my school, bathroom. Western <laughs> Hills, is halfway underground. The bo- Like, when you first walk into the front, you're looking at the top floor. And you have to go downstairs into the basement level to get to that. So when there was gas leaks, when there was floods, we couldn't be in the bottom floor. We had to go up top. Oh. That's and half the cool. school was underground, so it really disturbed the hell out of the school schedule. Whenever we had a gas leak or a flood, which I wonder, a lot. did that really? Did it ever affect you, or did you ever think back at it? Did the uh, I'm guessing the lower levels had no windows in them, Mm-mm, right? No windows. Yeah, see, my high school had no windows. Bleak, in them depressing, horrible. Yeah, that's just horrible. I don't know what it is, but you should really have windows. Yeah. No windows in school is just. It not was. Cool. It looked like a prison. You you should. I went to an art museum, art deco high school. Oh. Northside High School. Just windows everywhere. Oh, yes. Northside High School is a result of the uh, Work Relief Act from the 30s. Mm-hmm. So they actually, I had a, one of the teachers would give a tour of the high school to seniors. You'd take a day off and he'd be able to just give you a tour and point out stuff. He'd say, you've been going here for four years. I'll bet you never noticed this. That's and cool. he pointed out a ton of stuff about the high school that none of us had ever really noticed and we all took for granted. And the place... When the when the high school was built, it was actually made a register list of international buildings of note for its construction, for the artistry in it. Wow. Because they employed, you know, all these out-of-work artists and all these guys in the 30s 
getting part of the Work Registration Act, mm-hmm. getting government jobs. Oh, there's etching and scroll work in the thing. The floors is like this man-made marble and hand-cut and all this kind of wow. stuff to it. The school's magnificent. Windows well, everywhere. North Richland Hills? No, North Side. North Side? North Side High School. Now it's predominantly a Hispanic school. Where you know, is it? It's, well, on the North Side. <laughs> it all Fort makes Worth. sense. North Side of Fort Worth, like oh, okay. 21st Stockyards. Oh, okay, okay. And uh, it's still a beautiful school. I haven't gone by in there in a while. They've expanded and added some new stuff. But the original old building, mm-hmm. it's a beautiful school. Beautiful That's pretty building. awesome. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I never went to Western Hills. My sister did, but I wound up going to Northside. Yeah, Western Hills uh, leaves a lot to be desired in school systems. I got kicked out of there once. Um, I had a doctor's note saying that I had blepharitis, which is an eye problem that causes my eyes to become bloodshot sometimes because mm-hmm. they're irritated at you know. So air I'm guessing you used that and smoked a lot of pot as much pot. I don't get red eye when I smoke <laughs> pot. <laughs> He's like, yeah, man, it's but my nice stigmatitis acted up, man. Yeah, dude, it happens all the time. No, glaucoma, man, stupid dog. Yeah, no, I, I don't even get red eye i my friends are like oh i'll just go home and see my girlfriend and then they're like damn it i got in trouble why did you tell me my eyes were red i looked at yours to see if they were red they weren't so i just went home and i was like sorry dude but anyways i have um blepharitis and the principal who goes unnamed probably because i can't remember her name uh the principal grabs my arm jerks me into her office and is like you have to go home in the middle of the school day my mom was at work she's Mm -hmm. like you have to go home you have pink eye. I was like, I don't have pink eye. I have a doctor's note. And she's like, no, you have pink eye. I was like, um, no, I don't. <laughs> so anyways, I got kicked out of school and I had to walk to my mom's work. That sucks. Because, you know, she... Does that still happen to you? Do your eye just randomly gets red? Yeah, sometimes it does. But I, the main problem was I was allergic to pine trees. And oh. I lived in East Texas. And when I first got here, I'd been dis- misdiagnosed for so long that it was really bad when I first got here. So that was when I moved here. But anyways, um, so I had to walk to my mom's work, and oof, my mom had to tear some ass. <laughs> okay, so let me get this right: the teacher, the principal, threw you out on threw a not, on a biased medical call. So you were the child that got left behind. Yeah, I did yeah. get left behind. Thanks, Bush. Oh, <laughs> so <Yeah>. sad. <laughs> so sad. But anyways, my mom came in and was like, I don't see a fucking medical degree on your wall, bitch. <laughs> and I was like, thanks, mom. Thanks. You're awesome. <laughs> see where I, I get love it from. when parents curse at school administrators. Oh, it's so nice seeing a parent just come through and just fuck shit up. Yeah. <laughs> she tore through that school. Oh, it was glorious. <laughs> anyways, that school's really ghetto. Don't, don't send your kids there. Oh, hey, last last story I'm going to tell, then I'm going to go back to cutting my fresh loaf of bread. Now, now it's cool. You were playing Sims. Dude, that, that no, bread was the amazing. Bread, the bread is the cooled now, so now that I can actually cut it. bread is amazing, and I want to eat it with more of that honey. I may actually even stop this podcast so I just get some of that bread. Because that bread was delicious. <laughs> we can go on but, break. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. yes, you mentioned nothing like seeing a parent go nuts. Mm-hmm. When I was a senior in high school, Way back in 19... Uh, (laughs) My father had retired from TCU and had taken up part-time work as a substitute teacher in the Mm -hmm. Fort Worth ISD. Yeah. And I was like, oh, no. Oh, no. Is this going to reflect back on me? Am I going to be embarrassed by my father? Luckily, I seem to have forgotten that my father was an inordinately cool guy. Like, the one time he came to substitute at Northside when I was there... Mm -hmm. 
Oh, man, it was amazing. We're outside because I was in band, so we're there early. It's 7.30 in the morning, and I swear, it's, it's, it's a scene out of a movie. Off in the distance, we hear the 1812 overture. <laughs> we can hear it coming closer and closer and getting louder and louder. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> the big conclusion of it <laughs> yeah. and everything. My father comes tearing into the parking lot, driving his ragtop Oldsmobile Cutlass Supreme with the 1812 overture <laughs> blaring out of it. He pulls it into, you know, from 50 to park in two seconds, <laughs> slams into a parking spot, hits the little button, the top comes up, he latches it in place, he steps out. He's wearing this white silk jacket my mom got him, you know, black slacks. He's got on his tie, grabs a little suitcase, you know, brushes back his silvering hair and everything, and everybody's like... Dude, Ray, isn't that your dad? <laughs> your dad's freaking cool, man. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, that's right, that's my dad. <laughs> but years later, years later, I hear a story of one of the things he did when he was subbing at Southwest. I'm working at the Olive Garden, and this new kid shows up. and mm-hmm. He meets me, and I share the same name as my father. I'm, you know, junior. And he goes, hmm, where have I heard that name? Where have I heard that name? And I say, well, my dad subs for the Fort Worth ISP. <gasps> You're Colonel Haney's son. <laughs> Apparently, at Southwest High School one day, an English teacher, an English substitute, was being so antagonized by her class that she left in tears because the students were just acting up so bad. My father was there covering the ROTC program, so he was in full uniform. A nice excuse for him to wear his full uniform. 30 years of service, lots of medals, you know, (laughs) lieutenant colonel. The principal comes down and asks my father if he can go cover the English room because they can trust the ROTC kids to behave. My dad says, okay. And I get this story from this kid who was in the class and witnessed it. Apparently, everyone's talking, yakking, making lots of noise, jumping around. My father walks in, stands behind the desk, and just stares at everybody with his hands behind his back until everybody's quiet, you know, because everybody just looks back and they're like, what does this guy want? What is this? You know, eventually they all get quiet yeah. and they're looking at him. And when they're finally quiet, my father leans forward and says, my name is Lieutenant Colonel Raymond M. Haney. He picks up a pencil from the desk, held it up and went, I can kill any one of you three different ways with this pencil. <laughs> You will get out a book, I don't care for what class, and you will study quietly. And apparently everyone was very scared, and they got out their books and they studied quietly. (laughs) Apparently half the room was torn between, that is so cool, and half the room was torn between, this psychotic man will kill us all. (laughs) And that was my father. And I was all like, yeah, okay, how come my dad never told me this story? (laughs) That's a pretty cool story right there. He didn't need to. (laughs) I mean, anytime you get to intimidate a room full of high school kids who are acting like Rebellious high school kids, yeah. Take the opportunity. Good stuff. Okay, I'm off to slice bread. All right, Godspeed. (laughs) (laughs) Leaves me just wanting to be a cool dad one day. Yeah. My dad... Even though he was an asshole a lot of the time, he was pretty cool. He had his moments. Like, uh, anybody that, any of my friends who even, you know, play like they were going to hit me or whatever, mm-hmm. he'd just look at them. That's all it took. That, that face. 
And I swear to God, they would know. Even if he was behind them, they would know and they would be like, uh, uh. <laughs> it's like uh, off of a movie. Someone's staring into the back of my head. Random question. What would you name your kids? It's a random question. Um. Talking about parenting. I wouldn't name them some douchebag name. Like, if I like actually what? had kids. Okay, have kids. what's a douchebag name? Mercutio. <laughs> <laughs> I apologize to all the Mercutios out there, but that is a lame name, and you are getting made fun of. I don't know. You, I know you've been made fun of. Okay. <laughs> but um, when it comes down to it, I actually don't want to have my own kids. I'd rather adopt because there's so many out there that need homes and don't have homes. And why bring another one into the world when there's so many more out there? I don't know. Very good point. There Very are a few aspect. names that I like. Very good aspect. Mm-hmm. Well, if you had to pick a name, if I had to pick a name. Shits and giggles. Um, male. I don't know. I like names that start with D for boys. I have no idea why, but I like you know Dresden, um, Drake. Dresden's good. Drake is good. Um, gosh, what's the other? Dominic. You know, I just for some reason I really like the letter D for males. Mm-hmm. I have synesthesia, so it's blue to me. <laughs> nice. <laughs> it's blue. It matches. And girls, I like, you know, names like Abigail, Alexis, because you can turn those into nicknames really easy. Lex mm-hmm. or Gail for Abigail and stuff like that. Something like that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. That's very nice. Okay, cool. Whatever. How about nice. you? What about you, huh? Uh, Girl names? That's hard, man, because there's so many girl names I like. Mm-hmm. like the name Moana. I like the name uh, Zelo Chill. Mm-hmm. I like the name. Uh, I've always felt like Jessica's a fail, a good fail safe. Yeah, Jess me. is cool. Jessica's always a good fail safe. Um, <clears throat> Even Jesse. Yeah, I mean anything like that. But those are pretty good for guys. Now, Paige is gonna be named my first son. P A G. So uh, next would be, you know, just all they're all just random. What is with you and this bread, man? It's delicious. <laughs> you want a piece of bread? I'll get some in a minute. Yeah, we'll get some. Dude, it's delicious bread. Yeah, this is delicious bread. <laughs> but uh, for go- yeah, but then after that, it gets a little more musical inclined. Like I like a lot of my names, at least for men, at least for all my kids, would be slightly based off musical people. This is Hendrix, and this is Zappa. <laughs> Hendrix, I've thought about just because one person told me, hey, that's not a bad first name. No, it really isn't. Um, Especially since everybody's going to know where it's from. They're going to be like, that's pretty awesome. I hope you don't choke on your own vomit. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, I remember, I always sleep on your side, son. Yeah, I always, <laughs> always sleep on your side. I've done that before. <laughs> Been that drunk. Yeah, slept on your side. No. Threw up while oh, I was while on my back. Asleep. Oh, fuck that. I've Almost never. died once. Yeah, that was great. Great alcoholism, Native Americans, woo! That almost happened to one of my friends once. But she was like half awake, but she was just really too tired to move. She I'll just like throw she up here. Throw up. <laughs> she was like, I'm about to throw up, I'm about to throw up. She threw up out of a window. Oh, no, I actually was sleeping, and I woke up. I woke myself up because I was throwing up on my back. Oh. And I was choking on it. And so rolled out of the bed that I was Native in. Native Americanism. Yeah. God, I love it. Stay Roll. true. Stay yeah. true. <laughs> Stay true. <laughs> Kill your liver. Rolled out of bed, went and threw up in the bathroom. And then I, I realized that I didn't throw up in the area that I was trying to sleep in. Mm-hmm. I somehow managed to not 
get it everywhere. <laughs> this is a great so it was story. just like on you? No, no, it was, I was on the bed, but it wasn't on the area I was sleeping in. So I just went back to bed. <laughs> so you just slept on the area that wasn't. That was clean. It was yeah. good. And then the uh, dude's house that I was staying at, he actually wasn't in the room with me, thank mm-hmm. God, because it probably would have been taken advantage of. Anyways, he walks in and he's like, did I throw up last night? I was like, what? no, I did. Sure, you can give him breadcrumbs. My rats love bread. Um, We're giving uh, give my babies a treat. It's just a nice little house. Makes me... It, it <laughs> has like a weird Fort Worth vibe to it. I don't know why. Maybe yeah. it's just because it's the first time I've been this far into Fort Worth. Is it lightning outside? Because I keep seeing flashes. Mm-hmm. It's raining. About time. Awesome sauce. It's been saying it's going to rain all weekend. It's been looking like rain all day. Mm-hmm. Today's just Saturday, right? Yeah. All right, yeah. Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> oh, I think this is a nice little place to to call it a call it a day. Sure. Know? See, until yeah. next time. We just kind of bullshitted the whole time. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we were bullshitting. We hit some things, but I mean, it's just all about bullshitting. We may come back and do another one. <laughs> yeah, we'll figure it out. We'll figure I need to get out. drunk again. I was completely drunk the last podcast, by the way. Oh, yeah, we were sipping on. What were we drinking? We were on? drinking Moscato. Have you had Jeremiah Weed, uh, Jeremiah Weed Sweet Tea Vodka Bourbon Whiskey. No. It is the greatest thing you ever drink. I want to get them to sponsor this podcast. <laughs> what is that? It's a fucking potato because he eats potatoes out of glass cups. <laughs> oh, I don't know. He cottage cheese. That looks so much like vomit, white vomit. Yeah, I don't like cottage cheese, but props mm-hmm. to you. Props to you. But no, <laughs> Jeremiah weed, uh, that stuff is so good. And it, it tastes, it, Not it's, had it. I gotta, I gotta buy a bottle and just make sure I bring it every time I have a podcast. I drank me so some good. Southern Comfort. Yeah. Oh yeah. I got Soko in the fridge. Yeah, we may need to get some Soko and come back. Okay. Start singing like Janis Joplin. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyways, back to signing out. <laughs> <laughs>